Blog Talk Radio. Say that again. I have been touched. Put your hand on your neighbor and say, you have been touched. Put your hand on them and say, you have been touched. Changed. Healed. Say this, totally free from sin. Say that again. Totally free from I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we are delighted to be back over the airways again just to share with you the goodness of the Lord. We are listening to William Murphy, Your Love. I have been touched, changed, 
set free by the love of God. And we know that God's love is inexplainable. It's unconditional. And uh, the Bible lets us know that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us and lets us know that his love covered a multitude of sins. So no matter who you are or what you've done, you can be a recipient of God's love. And we thank God for his grace and his mercy upon our lives. We thank him for another day that we have never seen before on this January 26th in the year of our Lord, 2019. We're grateful that we're in the land of the living so many people did not wake up this morning. So we thank God for allowing us to wake up this morning one more time. And somebody said, all night, all day, the angels keep watching over me, my Lord. And so we thank God for God's angels. And we thank God for his protection. And most of all, we thank God for his love, as the songwriter said. We are here again. You know that our theme here at Global Gospel comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And verse 3, and it simply says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. And we know that Jesus is the light of of the world. He's a light shining in darkness. And we thank God for that light because uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ is that he was born, that he lived, and that he died for our sins. Uh, the gospel is comprehensive. The gospel covers everything in your life. The gospel is here for you to save you, to heal you, and to set you free that you don't have to be bound by sin, you don't have to be bound by change, you don't have to be bound by depression or oppression or poverty, but you'll know that God is in charge and that Jesus Christ is the answer for whatever is going on in your life. We here at Global Gospel, you can tune in to us every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are at www.blogtalkradio.com. Dot com slash global hyphen gospel and that's how you can uh, log on and listen to us every Saturday all our shows are archived so you can listen to us at any time we are on social media so you can reach out to us on Facebook Instagram or Twitter all you have to do is search for global gospel and you will find us um, there if you need to write us you can write us at P.O. Box 5331 Hempstead, New York 11550 If you'd like to call and leave us a uh, voicemail You can call us at 516-481-3187 If you would like to email us Email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com That is certainly all the ways that you can contact us And while we are here in studio on Saturdays, if you so desire to call in and shout us out, you can do so at 619-924-0800. 619-924-0800. So we uh, thank God for each and every one of all our listeners, all our participants, all our guests. Uh, we have people listening in Canada. They are listening in India, they are listening in Australia, they are listening in Germany, South Africa, Jamaica, West Indies, Turks and Caicos, uh, wherever you are, we thank God for you. We know that people are listening around the world, and that is good news because this is global gospel, and we know that the gospel must be preached. Men and women need to hear about the good news of Jesus the Christ. Um, we want you to remember to check our, our social media pages. For the month of January, we have embarked on uh, an endeavor or a challenge or a devotion time every day for the month of January. We are posting, our global gospel is posting evening inspiration. 
And so far, we have 25 out of 31 days in January behind us. Today is the 26th of January, so we want you to check uh, your page for our evening inspiration on this evening um, for day number 26, and we have less than a week to go, and it is certainly, um, it is always good to read God's Word, but most importantly, to understand God's Word, and we need to devote more time to reading and understanding God's Word, along with prayer, because uh, certainly we have to pray before we read, during our reading, and after we read, that God give us clarity, that we have clear understanding, that we don't twist the Word of God and make it to be something that it is not, uh, because so many people have done that and are doing that and making the Word conform to what uh, they want it to be. But God's Word is right all by itself. His word cannot and it will not fail. He said before his word fail, heaven and earth shall pass away. And then uh, John wrote that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And it lets us know if you read John, St. John, the first chapter, we go on to find out that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father, and that flesh is Jesus Christ. So Christ is the Word. God is the Word. And so uh, we stand on the Word because Christ is our solid rock. And so whenever uh, people combat us or the enemy tries to get in in our way, just uh, know the Word. Make sure that you hit it in your heart, and you don't have to worry about um, government shutdowns because you know what God's word says, David said, I was young and now I'm old, yet have I never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Stand on the word and give the word to your situation and speak over your life, speak into your life and speak into the lives of others. Um, We are in the midst of, uh, we just celebrated Dr. King, Martin Luther, birthday of Dr. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Junior, uh, great uh, legendary uh, Baptist uh, minister, a civil rights leader, a great orator, and so many times we uh, we get caught up in. Uh, he's famous for um, "I Have a Dream" speech, but he he's done so he did so much in a short amount of time. He wrote a letter from a Birmingham jail. Um, he uh, one of my favorites is he talks about the three dimensions of a complete life. Uh, he talks about remaining awake through a great revolution. And he also talks about the blueprint of life and uh, lets us know that we should have a blueprint in life. So I do want to, since we're in that season, uh, we just passed and we're on our way into Black History Month, I do want to share just this ex- excerpt from uh, Blueprint of Life. Just uh, listen in. And we'll be right back. This is the most important and crucial period of your lives. For what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go. And the question is whether you have a proper, a solid, and a sound blueprint. And I want to suggest some of the things that should be in your life's blueprint. Number one in your life's blueprint should be a deep belief in your own dignity, your own worth, and your own somebodiness. Don't allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life has ultimate significance. Secondly, in your life's blueprint, you must have, as a basic principle, the determination to achieve excellence in your various fields of endeavor. You're going to be deciding as the days and the years unfold what you will do in life, what your life's work will be. Once you discover what it will be, set out to do it and to do it well. 
be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. For it isn't by size that you win or you fail. Be the best of whatever you are. Finally, in your life's blueprint, must be a commitment to the eternal principles of beauty, love, and justice. Well, life for none of us has been a crystal star, but we must keep moving. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl, but by all means, keep moving. That was Dr. King as he shared with a, a group of junior high school students in Philadelphia in the 60s. And uh, what I'd like to take away from that uh, is he said, if you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't uh, walk, crawl, but keep moving. And in 2019, in 2019, I encourage each and every one of us to keep moving. Uh, because if you keep moving, uh, you will not uh, be stagnant. You will not be in a place in life where you cannot, uh, it seems like you're not going anywhere. Um, you're, you're treading water. And so uh, as today, I'm going to talk in a few minutes about a time to reap. Um, we are expecting God to do uh, exceeding and abundantly above all that we can ask or think in the year 2019, which is one of the reasons that uh, we are doing this evening inspiration, because certainly we need to be inspired to keep moving forward. Whatever the pace is, keep moving forward. Uh, we cannot afford to stop. We cannot afford to go back, but we must go forward uh, because we want to receive the blessings of the Lord, for they make it rich and add no sorrow with it. So we thank God for Dr. King and what he said that is uh, timeless about having a uh, blueprint in life. And we know that blueprints, when it uh, comes to building, it is a plan. It is a guide for what will be. And also when he uh, talked about um, that speech, uh, life's blueprint, we also talk to the young people, if you listen to it in its entirety, about their future, about where we need to go in life, how to never give up no matter what is going on in your life. Because we don't always see the end product, but there is an end product there. James Hall says, and we don't own the right to any music, says, that shall he Reap.
afternoon as we talk about harvest reaping, I would like to share a passage of scripture, the book of Galatians chapter 6, verse uh, 7, 8, and 9. It reads on this wise, be not deceived, God is not mine, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. But he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap everlasting life. The verse 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I want to talk about a time to reap, but as we uh, consider... Uh, Paul's writing to the church at Galatia. If we look on the year of 2019, as we are 26 days into the new year, and um, we've already, somebody has had some victories, some defeats, some ups, and some downs. But what are we really believing God for? Think about that just uh, for a minute on this afternoon, for the rest of the day, what are you really believing God for? And this is something that we should seek out in the scripture and through our prayer and through our private devotion. What are we believing God for? And it sounds so cliche, but we the first thing we always run to is life, health, and strength. And certainly we should look for those things. But sometimes we should go beyond the Bible gives us so much more to look and hope for than that. Uh, Because uh, if we put ourselves in different situations, we know that different people want God to be different things for them. Uh, Blind people be able to see. The lame man or woman would like to walk. If a person dies, the, uh, the person grieving would like for them to be resurrected. Um, the, those that are sick in their body would like healing. Those that have, uh, and we look at so many times and uh, look on social media and uh, we see people with different ailments and different sicknesses and they're young, old, some of them are babies and they're dealing with different types of things, cancer, leukemia, lupus, AIDS, heart trouble, liver trouble, kidney trouble, and it goes on and on, and we have issues, hypertension, hypertension, diabetes, uh, mental illness, schizophrenia, depression, um, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, uh, substance abuse. And then we look on the news and we turn to the news and we see that um, so many things are happening. Uh, people are being killed and murdered and abused and molested and raped and and we uh, see older people battling uh, Alzheimer's and dementia. And, um, and we, these are all things that in those situations, we are believing God to intervene in those type of situations. And so many people use all of our problems and all of our grief and our pain to blame God. What kind of God lets this happen? But uh, when you are in a situation, it is not good to tempt God. It's not good to start blaming God. Yes, we can question God. We all want to know why this, why are we motherless, why are we fatherless, why, why are you childless, why, why are you friendless, why are you jobless, why are you homeless? We want to know about the lessons of God. But uh, it behooves us to remain faithful through whatever situation that we're in, and believe and trust God that God will change our situation. But the scripture here tells us uh, that there, uh, that uh, to be not deceived, God is not mocked whatsoever man soweth, that shall he reap. And we know that in general, that if uh, we sow things, good things will happen to us. If we sow bad things, bad things will happen to you. Sometimes you don't sow bad things and bad things happen to you, but uh, such is life. God is a God of the good, the bad, and the ugly. He's God on the mountain, and he's God in the uh, valley. 
but I'm reminded the songwriter says in Psalms 126 and 5 that they that sow in tears shall reap in joy, bringing in the sheaves. And so many times we have to cry and we have to hurt and we have to be in pain, but the scripture encourages us that if we if we cry, um, that certainly we will have a time of victory. And sometimes the Bible speaks in terms of sowing and reaping because we were dealing with a people that were dealing with an agrarian agricultural society. And what does it mean to uh, bring in the sheaves? Sheaves were uh, bundles of uh, wheat or, or bundles of a crop. And it lets us know that there will be an, a time of abundance. And I thank God and I believe God will give us uh, a time of abundance. Genesis 8 and 22 says, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat and summer and winter, and the day and night shall not cease. And that is God's promise that he gave to us back in Genesis after the flood that uh, God is basically, he's always going to be there to, for us. He said he'll be with us always, even until the end of time. And so and no matter what goes on, uh, we can experience a drought in one place and the, the crop may dry up or, or, or could, we could have a deep freeze down in Florida and the oranges can be affected and the price of orange juice goes up. Whatever goes on, there will be a seed time and harvest, whether it's a drought this year and abundance next year. Uh, it's not going to ha- uh, cease until God says for it to cease. And the other day, um, there was a rainbow, and everybody was talking about the rainbow and taking pictures and sawing pictures. And certainly that is God's promise to us. He put the rainbow in the sky to let us know that he would no longer again destroy the earth with water. And we know if we read on, we know that the next time the earth will be restored, uh, destroyed will be uh, with fire. Uh, but certainly that is a, another day, another story for another day. But as long as the earth shall remain seed time and harvest. So that means we have to sow some seeds. And a lot of us, we've been sowing seeds for a long time. We've been doing right by our family. We've been doing right by our neighbors. We've been giving to the poor. We've been uh, uh, lending to the poor. And uh, we've been feeding the hungry. We've been giving clothes to those that have no clothes. And certainly we've been, been visiting the sick and visiting the hospital. And we've been praying for people and we've been giving people rides and we've been giving people words of encouragement and they they've been drawing for from our strength and we've been faithful to god we've been faithful in our devotion we've been going to church we've been uh fasting we've been praying we've been praising god and we have been worshiping god uh with all our heart and we love him with all our mind and our soul and certainly that means that certainly that a harvest is coming for us. And we just have to believe that through the good, uh, through the good days, through the bad days, through those days you may feel down and out, you may not feel like getting out of the bed, but encourage yourself in the Lord. Get out the bed. Go out and do what you're supposed to do. Uh, go out and do what you know to do. Go out and do what is right. And uh, God said He would, if we do what's right, he would pay us for it. And so we don't have to worry about any monetary uh, gifts that we get get from people. Uh, but we know that God is a righteous God and he's a just God. And the Bible declares that the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the good and the evil. So God, he's an all-seeing God. He's an all-knowing God. He's an all-wise God. He's uh, everywhere at the same time God. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. And he's omniscient. And so God will uh, reward us. And he, the Bible says that he will not uh, forget our labor of love. And if you do what you're supposed to do, do it in love. Don't do it uh, to be seen or for uh, personal gain or so somebody can uh, pat you on the back, back. But do it with a heart of love because God loves a cheerful giver. In Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 3, and verse 1 through 8, eight a very uh, tells us um, that there is a time for everything. And as I read in uh, the Genesis that there's a time 
uh, a seed time and a time of harvest. And I read in Galatians that whatever you sow, you'll reap. And so the uh, book of Ecclesiastes lets us know that uh, there is a time for everything. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. And so that lets us know that there's a time and seasons for everything. Things will not go the way one way all the time. The government may have been shut down for a few days, but it can't be shut down uh, forever. You know, uh, you may be crying today, but you cannot cry forever. Eventually, uh, you're going to get tired of crying or your tears are going to dry up or you're going to fall asleep or something. So uh, we cannot keep singing the same tune all the time if we believe in God because Christ is the hope of glory, and we stand on Christ, the solid uh, rock. Psalm uh, 66 and 12 says, Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but thou brought us into the wealthy place. So believe God that he is going to bring you into a wealthy place, that you're going to have unexpected blessings, that you're going to get unexpected uh, uh, money in the mail or from people that you're going to get a promotion on the job that you're going to get a healing that God is going to give you peace of mind that when you're down and out he's going to give you strength to get up and do what you need to do because God is that kind of God he's that kind of friend and that's exciting to know that God is going to bring you into the a wealthy place. Isaiah said, when you pass through the water, it will not overflow you. When you go through the fire, it will not kindle against you. Why? Because God is taking you somewhere. And it, we don't always know where God is taking us, but it behooves us to be ready, paired uh, to go where he is taking us. For the Bible declares that I have not seen, ear have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of men what the Lord has in store for us uh, in Ecclesiastes if you read the 11th chapter and the 6th verse it says in the morning sow thy seed and in the evening withhold not thy hand for thou knowest not whether shall prosper either this or that or whether they both shall be alike good so guess what if you go out to do something in the morning don't get relaxed and comfortable in the evening and say, okay, I don't have anything to do. But keep sewing, keep moving, keep doing uh, what you have to do. Even if you take a break, just get back up and do more work and do what you would have. the Lord would have for you to do because the Lord is in need of you. In uh, European countries and uh, some uh, South American countries and, and uh, countries where the uh, climate is a little different they have what is called siesta and what they do is they uh go to work in the morning and they take lunch uh and you know and they take a nap they go home or whatever and they come back to work so if you were on a break if you were taking a nap i encourage you to come back to work uh the bible declares work while it is day for the night cometh when no man can work you can't see at night there's nothing you can do at night spiritually speaking uh, we know naturally people do work at night, but uh, when the season is up for working, you cannot work. So we have to do all that we can for the Lord. The Bible says he that put his hand to the plow and look it back is not fit for the kingdom. So don't start working and then stop altogether. Uh, get back up 
and do what you have to do. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10 says, Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. God gives seed to the sower. If you start working, God will give you something to work with. If you start um, investing, it's just like if you invest on the uh, in, on the stock market or uh, or with funds, and you get uh, dividends off of your investment. You put something in, so you are giving something additional for putting something in, which gives you even more to invest. And that's the way God is. He gives you something to work with, but then you have to give him something to work with so that you uh, keep uh, receiving the blessings of the Lord. And somebody said they didn't want God to bless them anymore, but I will never say I don't want God to bless me anymore because um, without God, I would be nothing. Uh, without God, I would fail, as the songwriter said. Without God, I'd be like a ship without a sail. So uh, we need more of God. And every day, as the time uh, grows, as the days grow more and more evil, we need more and more of God if it's just to keep our mind in perfect peace. This uh, One more scripture, Luke chapter 10, verse 2 says, Therefore said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. And God has a great harvest for us. He has a great reward in that due season. He has a, a great, uh, uh, there's a time for us to reap and certainly cannot reap if we have not sown. We cannot reap if we're not a worker. So we need to be uh, willing uh, workers in God's kingdom. Uh, we need to stand in the gap for others, not just pray for ourselves and our surroundings, but we need to pray for others uh, because we can do it better together. So we thank God for God's word that uh, in due season we shall reap if we faint not. We know that we have to uh, sow into the kingdom and Certainly uh, one songwriter said, and we know that it's not all about what we uh, gain here, material things on earth, but certainly we, are, uh, we have heaven in our view, heaven in our goal, and certainly we are trying uh, to make heaven. Uh, one songwriter said, um, that's why I'm sending up my timber every day. And certainly we have to send up our timber every day. We have to do what is pleasing to God and what is pleasing in his sight. So we thank God for the word of God. The um, hymn writer put it this way. He said that sowing in the morning, sowing seeds of kindness, sowing in the noontime and the dewy eve, waiting for the harvest and the time of reaping, we shall come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. And that's what we want to do. We want to come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Stay tuned.
that you are a God that does not lie, that you cannot and will not fail, and that if we give, it shall be given unto us good measure, pressed down and running over shall men give unto our bosom. We thank you, God, for your faithfulness, for your loving kindness, for your tender mercy. We thank you, God, that we can cast our cares on you, knowing that you care for us. You know our thoughts are far off. You know what everyone stands in the need of, God. And we know that you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. You said in your word that no good thing would you withhold from us if we walk upright, God. And we thank you that every good and perfect gift comes from you, God. We thank you for healing. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for deliverance, God. We thank you for every listener, God. You know, we thank you for every tear that has been shed because, God, you know what our tears are for. You know the groanings and moanings of our spirit, God. And we ask you to bless everyone that is listening, God. Bless them in the city, God. Bless them in the field. Bless them coming and bless them going, God. Give us your mercy, God. Cover us with your blood, God. Give us your protection wherever we go. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, for your word, there is a time of harvest that this is our season that we will reap what we have sown. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We thank God uh, for the word of God. We thank God for the hymn writer. We thank you for the, thank God for the psalmist uh, that has uh, put to words and music what God's word has said concerning our life. 
and you know I like to take it to church, and so we encourage you to come over here on the Lord's side. Bishop Ronald E. Brown, come over here where there is joy and there is uh, happiness and there's a great harvest and there is reaping. Come over here where the table is spread.
the gospel of Jesus Christ, continue to spread the good news that uh, Jesus Christ is the answer, and he is love, he is joy, he is peace, uh, he is our blessed hope, uh, he is our healing, he's our salvation, and he is our deliverance, and certainly God is a rewarder, and serving the Lord does pay off after a while, and certainly God does answer prayers, and prayer does change things, and if prayer does not change our situation, it will change us, and prayer is that communication with God. It's an outlet, and certainly it is a way to get rid of some stress and some aggravation, and you know that whatever you tell God and secret, you know that he's not going to post it on Facebook. He's not going to tweet about it. It's not going to be a picture about it on Instagram. You won't read it in the uh, daily paper, or you won't see it on the evening news. So um, once again, thank God for each and every one of you. Uh, this is a, as we uh, end our, our show for the day, uh, we're going to keep it on an up-tempo Bishop Brian Moore down in the Carolina. He has a little devotion medley. So once again, tune in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, I am your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Uh, look forward to you sharing with us again on next week. You can share our posts on Facebook or Twitter and let others hear the good news of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of the weekend and have safe travels and may God's blessings, his mercy and his peace be with you as you go along your way. God bless you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.